is a great friend of mine. Let me tell you how this trip inspired him. Alan called me and said, hey, I'm standing and preaching at this room. And I don't feel too well. Can you, can you uh, preach for me? For me there. So, so let me just say this as we start. I'm a backup on the backup. You know, I'm way, yeah, way down into the beach to get me. So if I stand up here and immediately throw the pick, don't get mad at me, right? Now, I, I really am excited to share with you. something that is in the context of what I am allowed to do in marketplace ministry and what you're doing here in church. And I don't think marketplace ministry will ever replace the local church. But I do believe that the local church and marketplace ministry should be hand in hand facing the world of Christ. Billy Graham, who passed away, said that he believes that the greatest movement of God that we're going to see in media is going to come out of marketplace ministry. Look in the book of Acts at how many of those miracles were performed in the marketplace. So we need to be hand in hand with chaplains out in the business world in churches, linking arms together, praying for one another, preaching on the word of Christ. First Peter chapter 4. I want to talk to you this morning about what we can all glean and learn together if we serve the Lord in this broken world. Think about that for a moment. God has placed us right here in this broken culture in which we live. And He allows us by His grace to impact people in a positive way. So as we do that together, whatever context we're in, let's hear what Peter has to say. Here's what we're going to do. There are five verses that I'm typically not very long-winded, so just jump on and hang with me and we'll work our way through these five verses. I'll, I'll wrap it up at the end. But again, reading with me in First Peter chapter 4, in verse 7, Peter says, The end of all things is near. Therefore, be alert and of sober mind so that you since the end of all things is near, if you look at this phrase and you trace it in the scripture, he is speaking of the end of the world as they knew it. And we all know that someday this world, as we know it, is going to come to an end and Jesus is going to come. And there's going to be a world that's being created for us that's going to destroy this life as we know it. It's coming to an end. Now, when we hear the coming of Christ or the end of the world talked about in the context of church, most of the time it's, it's in this context. Tomorrow, what we can do today because more could come and our good intentions would lead us in the tangent. Or we hear it preached in this context that when the Lord Jesus is returning and he is going to, we want to be found faithful, busy about the kingdom work when he returns. Now, that's a great context to hear the return of Christ and the end of the world preaching this one, which writes good. But when Peter says the end of all things is near, He's got something else in his mind. And I believe he will have us here today. If you wanted those believers in this ancient world who were enduring much suffering and persecution, what he wanted them to hear, I believe he wants us to hear this today too. See, when you think about this world coming to an end, it was actually an encouragement for them because I want to tell you something. I watch this. And as you would imagine, who in this room wants to be that happy? Thank you. 
Yeah. Wow. 
Thank you. 
Thank you for listening to this sermon from Edwards Road Baptist Church. We hope you are meaningfully involved in a local church, but if you aren't, we would love to have you join us on Sunday mornings as we worship God and hear from His Word together. 
You can find more information about our church by visiting our website at edwardsroad.org.